Welcome to Oral Histories, 100 Years of Michigan Social Work. In celebration of the school's centennial this year, we have been collecting oral histories, stories, anecdotes, and memories from our community of alumni, scholars, and students. Our stories encompass lessons and laughter, love and loss. They describe both historical events and the little moments that made a difference. Stories have the ability to build community as they transport us. So we invite you to make yourself comfortable and listen in on a story from our past. so excited about it. Um, I came from a small Christian college on the west side of the state. I was ready to be exposed to a bigger world. Okay. A lot more ideas, different people, different thinking. And so coming to U of M was, was perfect. Okay. So I came here and was uh, from day one completely excited about the diversity of the class, the ideas, the challenges, the politics, everything. Okay. So partly it was the kind of thing where you where I think I grew a lot, just mm-hmm. it op- opened my mind, opened my world to all kinds of different people. I think a couple things that stood out to me, one was there was a guy named Frank Maple who mm-hmm. used to be here, and he would uh, use videotape to tape us so we could watch ourselves practice. Okay. Uh, no, in 1974, that was, cool. that was revolutionary. That's, that was, that was yeah. cutting edge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's the point. <laughs> So, so nowadays, you know, this, uh, if I tell people this, it just I sound so ancient. But the, but the thing that impressed me was he knew that there was an emerging technology, as primitive as it was at that point. And he wanted to bring it to the classroom. He wanted to expose us to it. And I think that that the, was the theme, is, you know, people who are aware of different ideas and different ways of teaching and practice and making sure that the rest of us had a chance to learn from that. There was a guy here named David Himley, same sort of, Theme because he was talking with us about cognitive behavioral therapy. I was a clinician type, unlike all the policy okay, folks. Okay, okay. So, um, and he was talking about cognitive behavioral therapy in 1974. Okay. Uh, you know, nowadays, if you don't know about cognitive behavioral therapy as a clinician, you're really in terrible trouble because that's, that's right. best practices. But back then, he was really taking some risky steps because he was breaking from his more classical behavioral colleagues. So again, you know, so videotaped in one classroom, getting exposed to really emerging clinical ideas in another one. Uh, and then also, uh, there was a time when I worked with a woman named Ann Hartman. Uh-huh. She was here for about 15 years. She was amazing. And uh, I did an independent study with her on the history of social work. And that she would take the time to invest in me and to learn together like that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I had a ball. And then I think my last year that I was here, I went to Phil Fellon, who was the dean, and Dee Morgan Kilpatrick, who was the associate dean. We just said, you know, um, there's not much conversation about religion and social work, so how about putting on a conference? And they agreed. They funded it. What a blast. Mm-hmm. So I had the experience of conference planning, but also addressing a topic that meant something to me because I was always trying to reconcile mm-hmm. my past and my present. Mm-hmm. And so what I found at U of M was folks who were on the cutting edge, who were thinking great and new thoughts and were supporting me in my own thinking while I was here. It was terrific. I think even more so, though, the field education was was crucial. Mm-hmm. So I was in a, drove to Toledo, Ohio twice. Okay. 
twice a week. Okay. Terrible drive. Yeah. Terrible city. Still 23? <laughs> yes. Yeah. All the way. Still terrible city. What a mess. <laughs> <laughs> had a ball. So I worked in an Orthodox Jewish nursing home. Okay. What a blast. Okay. I had a great time. And so I'm working with old people, different culture, different belief. It was just a, a riot. I had so much fun mm-hmm. there. I think I put my name on the wait list. I think I finally have a room there when I when I need it, but it was. But um, but at first I was kind of mad that why did they place me in this strange setting? In the end, again, it was part of that process of experiencing a bigger and newer and different world that challenged my thinking. I really liked it a lot. Thanks for listening to this story from Oral History's 100 Years of Michigan Social Work. You can listen to more stories at the Social Work website and find the link in the episode notes.